Nicole. Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. We just cheers our individual champagne bottles. Hi, it's Aaron. Did I already say my name? (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I'm fucked up. (laughs) We're in Las Vegas. Oh. We're just in our hotel room. It's nothing special. We just went on a retreat. We're like, we need to go on a retreat, a creative retreat, and do holistic things. And then we came here and we just have had drinks. Yeah, it's uh, butt holistic. <laughs> I keep making that joke just amongst ourselves. I love it every day. It's good. I love it every time. We just drank coconut waters out of actual coconuts because they had them. Because Vegas. Because Vegas. Also, charge it to the room. Um, I hope everybody's doing great this evening. Yeah. Any biz? Um, I'm Erin. No. <laughs> hey, the biz is I am Erin. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what I said. This is going to be a good episode, everybody. Bitch, y'all, y'all, and if you think I'm cutting this out, you wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go to the website, dtfupodcast.com. Good business. Okay, what's your fucked up of the week? I can't remember. I had it, <laughs> but I didn't write it down, and then I got drunk, and it plum just fell out of my brain. Oh, my God. What about you? Well, okay, I have one. Okay. okay last episode, I was talking about how I was like, oh, I think I'm getting sick, but like I've staved it off. Uh, think again, Nicole. I got the flu hardcore over Valentine's Day. No. Yeah. I got it. I woke up Thursday because Valentine's Day was a Friday. I woke up Thursday. I was so fucking sick. I was like delirious. And then. No, it's fine. And then Friday, Valentine's Day, I still was like not good. And then Friday night, I like came out of it and I was fine. But like it was Was wild. Was it the flu? I think so because I was like achy. Yeah. But also I got a flu shot and I've legit had the flu three times since then. So like it did not take this year. It doesn't mean I won't get it again. I 100% will get the flu shot again and I might even get one next week. It's your it's your immune system is just like. I'm frying it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stressing myself out a lot. Yeah. Which I can tell. I can feel. I know when I'm like stressing myself out and then I. That's when I always get sick. Yeah. But anyway. Oh man. So that happened. So just in case anyone was like good for her. She's like staving it off. Well I didn't. <laughs> well think about it this way. If you hadn't have gotten your flu shot, you would have been like you would have died. Bad. Yeah, true. <laughs> it would have been coronavirus Rita. Yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> you know, like Corona Ritas. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I can't. My fucked up of the week is that my brain's fried from having like five thousand margaritas <laughs> thus far. It's bad. You guys, we're going to do this episode, though. Here we go. I can't wait. Okay. uh, Let me do the segue. Okay. Luckily, we did all the notes while we were sober, Mm, so mm -hmm. we have plenty of, like, information to follow, but it'll be, like, can we sell it? Can we sell it? It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. Get ready. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It might be, like, the most fucking coherent episode we've ever had because these notes are tight. Okay. Toy and toy. Toy and toy. Okay. Segue. And that's what it says. Since <laughs> since we are in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, but since we are in Las Vegas, we went back and forth. We were like, okay, we so want to do. So many topics. Yeah, because we're here for our retreat. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we want like a Las Vegasy episode. Mm. We were like, oh, like Rat Pack or like fucking. Frank the, Sinatra. Yeah, Frank Sinatra, Siegfried and Roy. Listen, we're going to cover all those at yeah, some point. At some point. they have fucked up shit. We love Vegas. And we love Vegas. But we were like, what 
is the most Vegas? And Aaron was like, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I wanted something like Ocean's Eleven-esque. What has, what has ever <laughs> happened in this town that is just like that? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, the, not to ruin it, but nothing. Nothing. But also <laughs> something. Sort of. I mean, okay, so what we did is we Googled Las Vegas heists, and actually there was some shit. So we picked actually mm. one of the almost most successful heists in the last few years. In the last 10 years. Yeah. I don't know that there's ever been a successful one. Maybe there has. We didn't go that far. Listen, we're going to talk about this one specifically. Um, this is a, it's a lot. This man. Yeah. This man. He tried it. Oh, my God. We're going to. Okay. This man. We're going to talk about Anthony Carleo. Yeah. And so, everyone, if you could just close your eyes unless you're driving and transport yourself back to the year 2010. Mm. People have just stopped giving themselves chunky highlights and they're no longer wearing jeans with dresses. Mm. But the black eyed peas are huge and they're on every radio station <laughs> and Lady Gaga's wearing a meat dress. So like, you know, you give and you take. Yeah. It's two steps forward, one step back <laughs> yeah, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> People are still using trash yeah. as fashion. Right, right. We still have trash It's trash <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It's December. 2010, and we're at the Bellagio in Las Vegas, mm. and this is important because I like the dire- the decorations at that time of year. It's mm. like very fun, very but also very yeah, festive. yeah, it's very fancy. Uh-huh. But also, you just need to know the time of year. I feel like yeah, it's it's important. It's important. Also, it's 4 a.m. So it's December. Oof, whatever the day is, 2010 is 4 a.m. Um, it's not popping. It, things are not popping. Okay. Okay. We were just down in the casino. Things are popping. And we're not even in a hotel that's like known for its casino. It's like a fine hotel. But like 4 a.m. Have you ever been to a casino at 4 a.m.? It's like not a popular time. There's not a lot going on. People are either, either like super fucked up or it's like super old people with oxygen tanks. Or people are like passed out. Yeah, or or like you're up really early because you have an early flight. Yeah, and you're like, or you're like a cleaning crew, and you're waiting for the rest of. I don't know. It's, yeah, four a.m. anywhere is not great. It's not great. Um, and that's so like also. I mean, just know this in Las Vegas. There's not a lot of people around at four a.m. It Truly. doesn't matter where you are. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty desolate at yeah. that time. Um, and that's also why there wasn't a lot of hotel staff around and also why nobody noticed when Anthony Carleo, a 29-year-old professional robber, pulled his Suzuki up to the curb of the Bellagio. Not a car, but a motorcycle. Oh, right. His Suzuki dirt bike. Yeah. Um, he just like pulled, literally pulled it up onto the curb Right outside the door of the front of the Bellagio. Parked it on like a little service sidewalk area. Yep. Like out of the way so no one would hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sauntered into the Bellagio wearing full coveralls and a motorcycle helmet. Walked straight up to a craps table and just literally like hand grabbed $1.5 million worth of chips. Just and scooped him right it. on into his backpack that he was wearing on the front of yep. his chest. And his coveralls. And he just po- pockets. Him. He had a gun and he was like, 
These are mine. These are mine now. Get the fuck out of here. And everybody was like, cool. Yeah. And he just took all these trips and worth $1.5 million. Yeah. Scooped him right onto his... Right on into his backpack that was not on his back, but on his chest. <laughs> his chest pack. You know how, like, you wear your backpack on your front? That's yeah, what yeah, he was yeah. doing. His titty pack. His titty pack. And he was like, these are mine. Yep. And, like, you'd think no one saw him, but actually, lot, that's not true. Lots of security lot. cameras in a casino, if you can imagine. And a lot of people. I mean, honestly, like. For 4 a.m. When he pulled up to the Bellagio and, like, parked his Suzuki, he, like, had the balls to wave to the head of security at the time or like the the person on duty who was like the head of security which was like this old lady who like also waved back and the whole time he just had his helmet on and everybody was like okay there's a guy oh, yeah. walking helmet guy <laughs> there's a guy in a helmet a fucking motorcycle helmet just walking on in yeah saying hi it's like he he seems fine it's like daft punk just walking around <laughs> i don't know but it's not gold helmet no no it's nothing, just a regular nothing robot-y about this guy. Just very coverally and motorcycle-y. And he's just like waving to all the people working there and they're like, Hello, sir, how are you? He's Have like, a hey good Jeff. Day. Hey Stan. Yeah. Just gonna go grab some chips. Yeah, See just ya. gonna saunter in. Um, which also like before we even get further into this, it's like you think the Bellagio would be the most locked down hotel having had a heist movie <laughs> filmed there. Oh man. I know. Like, have you not seen it? Like, do you not know what happened in the movie about your hotel? Like, people took a bunch of money. Yeah. It's uh, pretty high profile. But no. But this guy did it. He He just walked in, grabbed some chips, 1.5 million. Oh, my God. God. Jumped, saddled back on up to his Suzuki dirt bike and took off into the sunrise. It's pretty genius. But is it? I don't know. I mean, it falls apart at some point. Yeah. So. But he, so he earned the nickname the Biker Bandit. And actually, so this wasn't the first time that he hit up a casino. He actually earned this nickname a week earlier when after losing all of his life savings, which was 12K, he Mm. robbed the Suncoast Casino. So like. That's just outside of Vegas. Yeah. Like off the strip, right? I think, or it's like on the old strip. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. But he, like, literally seven days earlier, or like a week, five days earlier, went to the Sun Coast. I want to say Sun Coast Plaza because it sounds like South Coast. Plaza. <laughs> I know. Well, he went, yeah, he, nobody knew though that this was the same person. No, nobody, well, no. And like, but he had done the same, he had the same MO. And that was he rode his motorcycle up to like, the Suncoast Casino, he parked outside of, like, a side exit. He walked in the side exit. He walked straight up to a poker table, and he grabbed 19K in cash and chips right off the table and walked out unidentified. And this is just such a fantasy of anybody who's – as I'm, like, reading about this guy who is actually not a genius or criminal mastermind Mm -hmm. of any sort. He was just a very – a desperate man who yeah. had wanted money. He wanted money and had a severe gambling problem. Yeah, and uh, and other issues as well. But he, in his rationale, he when he was before he had pulled off these 
quote unquote heists. Yeah. I wouldn't even call them heists. I just call them a smash and grab almost. Yeah. Uh, but he did plan them out to some degree. Yeah. He, he was, he said he would be at the casino gambling, losing, 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 and feeling like absolute garbage, but also thinking in the back of his mind, what if I just grab these chips off the table? Oh my God. Okay. Who hasn't had that thought? Yeah. Because also like- we're in Las Vegas now. You mm-hmm. go to like a craps table, a blackjack table, a poker table. There's literal like stacks of chips. There's mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars on every table in mm-hmm. chips. Mm-hmm. There just is. Yeah. And so like to look at that, like obviously a a, a like a a feeling of desperation has to play in. But like, oh yeah, he of course. If you look at that, you're like, well, what if I just like took it? Yeah. Of course. And. And he he lived in Vegas at the time. Mm-hmm. This guy was uh, he he got to a point where that was the only option left to him, which actually wasn't really an option. It was just a very bad choice that yeah. he made. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, like we were saying, like prior to the Sun Coast casino robbery or heist or whatever you want to call it he lost his whole life savings which was 12k in a casino like he bet it all and lost it all and he was just like at rock bottom yeah essentially. and he he'd lived he'd lived in um i forget where he was from originally but he i think he was from california was he from- i don't know but i mean his family lived here his dad was a judge here well so what this guy did he had made some really bad investments and he just had some, just made lots of really bad life choices. Mm -hmm. And he ended up uh, getting in over his head. He had like bought a bunch of rental properties during, right before the financial crisis hit. And then he got upside down on all these mortgages and had to cash out and like lost his ass basically on all these properties that he had owned. to move to Nevada had, and, with and his, in with his dad he had a bunch of fam- he had some family that lived in in Las Vegas his father was a circuit judge yeah. in Las Vegas and he moved in with his dad and uh he was like I'm gonna get my life back on track I'm gonna cash in all the money I have which was like at the time thirty thousand oh. dollars he like you know he started he was trying to like be a normal person but he just was he not. just couldn't do it he couldn't he do just it. had a gambling problem couldn't get he just together couldn't stay away yeah and this i'm gonna tell you right now if you're ever like in a bad place do not move to las vegas <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not it's not a good place for people who are down on their luck it's e- such like a place where you think like oh maybe things will turn around but like it, they don't. We were just talking about this. We're like walking around and it's like, why would anybody ever move here? Like, you know how people move places where they go on vacation or whatever, yeah. any anywhere there's a resort town? Like, I we've been to Hawaii a couple of yeah. times and you always meet somebody working at a restaurant or, you know, at a bar or whatever or in, in some, some service industry where they're like, yeah, I came here on vacation and I never left. Yeah, but we were also saying that here, like, if you want to make money, you can move here. Like, yeah. if you if you want to make money and you don't have a gambling problem, this is a great place for you because there's, like, tons of people here all the time. Yeah, there's like, and there's definitely different, like, places where you can make money. Yeah. But if you are – if you at 
any point in time fall in with the wrong crowd and yeah. or you have the wrong priorities, like there might not go well. It's not gonna go good. And that's yeah. where this guy kinda landed. He did not have the right priorities, to put it lightly. Yeah. This man wanted to always get rich quick. He had yeah. a gambling problem and a drug problem. And he like later admitted to this. Like he was like, I Honestly, I had so many people in my immediate family and, like, extended family who were just, like, doing really well and, like, made a good living. And, like, I just didn't have the patience. Like, yeah, he, he was quoted he, as saying that. Yeah, and he's like, I understand that they put in a lot of a lot of time and hard work. I, didn't I just didn't, ha- I didn't have the time or, yeah. the, or the energy for yeah. that. It's like, well, I'm sorry, sir. That's not how life works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was – that's where his mindset was. Well, well, with both – so both of these robberies, back-to-back, back, within a week, um, there was nary a lead. Nothing – like, the the uh, local authorities, the casinos, had literal nothing on him. Like, they were like, we have no picture of his face. We have no license plate. They, they had nothing. Yeah. So then he left town, and that was that happily ever after. Nope. <laughs> JK. Uh, he went home to his dad's house, who was, like we just said, a local circuit court judge. Um, and he gathered his thoughts. And he had, like, all these chips, but he needed a way to cash them in. So you think he'd, like, think on that and maybe, like, lay low for a bit. But also, nope. He sure didn't. He went, he went back. So the night after he robbed the Bellagio of, like, 1.5 mil, he went back. He took some of his chips that were, you know, couple he had that th- BCE, that big chip energy. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, I have all these chips. They're as big as my dick. Well, and that's the thing. Like, he just had this, like, mindset where he's like, I just want to go back to the scene of the crime yeah. and see what happens. Like, there was, he had. But he also had such a gambling addiction that it was like, he was drawn to it, you know? Well, like, was had, it more that he, and he like. Had to, he had to spend the money somehow. He had to get. He had to. Right, right, he right. had to launder the money somehow. Because these to, are like, chips. He put it back into the. Yeah, he had to, like, put the chips back into the system to get actual money out. Because yeah. they were just chips. So he had, you know, chips ranging in value from, uh, like, a couple hundred to. $25,000 chips. So an individual $25,000 chip is not easy to – you can't just no. go up to the cashier and be like, $25,000, please. Here's this chip. Yeah, because they keep track of them. They keep track of them. There's only – the Bellagio specifically was keeping track of these because only like professional poker players and super, super rich people who they are keeping track of because they're spending money in their casino – are the ones that, like, cash these in. So they have the names of everybody. So he knew he couldn't bring those in. Yeah, and these these specific chips, the really high-value ones, the $25,000 chips, were cranberry-colored. Yeah. And they're, like, nicknamed cranberries. Yeah. And so he... He knew that these were very high value. He left those at home. He left He's those like, at let home. He's like, let me bring the low, let me bring the five, ten, twenty dollar chips in. Yeah, he, and was, he did. He did. He was he was bringing in the like, and he had a lot of those. The few you know hundred yeah. hundred dollar ones, couple thousand dollar yeah. chips. Those ones like not. Those are nothing. They're, They're nothing to the casino. They. 
They don't track. They don't have to track. They this. don't have to. Track and they this. can't. And and he was in with those, and he was like, no one knew who he was. Like there was no yeah. like. He they, roll, He would roll up to a, a craps table or a blackjack table or a poker poker, poker table, and like a poker table is where you want to go with these, you know, big stacks of chips because yeah. nobody's, you know, everybody's doing their thing, but you don't get as much of attention as you would on a on a blackjack table or a yeah yeah. A, uh, You're making like table. bigger bets, maybe. Yeah, and so he, he would roll up to these tables, and yep. he would he would be like at these high end tables, and he'd just be placing these huge bets. Yeah, and he he did that for a little while, like a like a couple of nights. He did that, and then at some point, the Bellagio took notice because they do keep track of people that spend money. So like if you've ever been to a casino and you've spent a lot of money, which I never have, but <laughs> people have, um, they'll identify you either through how much you're spending on a slot machine or at a craps table, whatever. And they'll come up and they'll offer you stuff because they want you to become. So every casino has like a players club where mm-hmm. you get like a card and they can identify you. And, and then anybody, you anybody can get this. Anybody can get this. We could walk down right now and get one. But like, they do that because they want to reward people who spend a lot of money to keep them in their casino. So at some point, they re- they realized, oh, this guy is like spending a lot of money. Um, maybe we should reward him. So they added him to the high the high rollers club. Mm-hmm. They gave him a suite at the Bellagio. They gave him free steak dinners. Like they gave him so much free stuff, like track they had suits, like velour track shoots. Track shoots. <laughs> track suits. Track yeah. suits. Yeah. They, they had like, a they had like a concierge like yeah. helping like following oh. him around, booking him. A hundred percent. Like whatever he wanted. Like, and he fucking loved it. Cause that was the lifestyle he wanted. He always. wanted the lifestyle that all of his like his dad and his uncles and his cousins had that had been like working really hard and like Did we ever say what this guy's name was? Yeah. Tony Tony Anthony Anthony Carleo? Carleo, yeah. Yeah. Um Tony. Tony. Tony Carleo. Yeah. Tony so like Tony was like loving it. And they so they were like, let's give you all this free stuff. And he's like, yes, a thousand percent. I fucking love this stuff. He was living the life he always wanted. And then over the next few weeks, so this, so remember, he the heist happened in December of 2010. So the next few weeks, like leading up to the end of the year, he was in the casino blowing thousands of dollars, mm. sneaking these chips in, winning a little bit of money, cashing that out. Like he was like living off of what he had stolen. Um, buying so much drugs, so many strippers. One night, he spent five grand at a strip club on a four-hour hand job. I'm sorry, sir. That is not a good deal. <laughs> I don't want to know what a four-hour fucking I, hand job is like. Like, what drugs are you on where, like, that's appropriate? That is Like, come or dick. don't come. <laughs> yeah, like, you, sir, you need to come soon or this is not happening also i feel really bad bad. for that woman (laughs) because she's just like 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 fucking like jerking this dude off for four fucking hours and what is he just talking about how rich he is and like how he stays at the bellagio what a nightmare i mean at that point you just you gotta tap in one of your friends or something i don't know so rude honestly i read this i read this part in the, the so the the main article we're sourcing from is this great Rolling Stone yeah, uh, so good. article about this man. Yeah. Anthony Carleo. Anthony Carleo, 
Bellagio 2011 or 2010. Google 2010. that shit. Yeah. You'll find a great article in the Rolling Stone. And this part of the article, I just got to four-hour hand job and had to stop reading and go to sleep for the Same. night because it exhausted oh, me. <laughs> no, I just got to that and I was like, wow. Okay, I was like, this man is on a lot of drugs. Yeah. But also, like, why is he out there torturing women? Like, <laughs> he's a psychopath. <laughs> also, who wants a four-hour hand job? Like, I would I like know. to meet a man who's like, yeah, I do not chafe. I will gla- – <laughs> or like – how like was she spot- his dick must have been so raw oh, after that oh my god or like were they, are they like sponsored by like a oil of a way <laughs> I don't know Astroglide like what how 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 was it staying like loose enough also uh, just, uh, there's so uh, many there's logistics there's so many layers and they're all upsetting it's and like- they've all been worn away by a four hour hand job <laughs> It's like peeling an onion that smells like dicks. <laughs> an onion dick. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so upsetting. That was that was the, honestly the... It's the worst part of the story. It's the worst <laughs> part of the story. <laughs> so he, after that four-hour hand job... <laughs> did his mind get clear and did he turn himself in? No, he never came. So oh. on... Uh, so on New Year's Eve... Okay, he was back at it. He's like... He, he's he living invited, his best life. Yeah, he's, he's living his here. best life. He's like back at the Bellagio. He or worst brings, life if you want to get down to it. Yeah. I think it was probably – well, it wasn't the worst yet. It was still – well, the, maybe the night started off great and did poorly. He brought a friend and like that friend's lady friend out to Las Vegas from like the East Coast or something. And they were like, oh, we're going to spend New Year's Eve Bellagio high roller. Like, come out. We're going to do so much drugs. We're going to spend so much money. And they were like, yeah, we'll come out. Well, like, it did not go well. Uh, On New Year's Eve, he ended up blowing $100,000 at the Bellagio. I mean, his friend and and the lady friend were trying to pull him away from the poker table. They were trying to help. They were were like, like, dude, let's get out of here. And he's like, no. Yeah, he was like, fuck off. Get off of me. Get out of here. And just totally yeah. fucked up on Adderall and cocaine oh and yeah. and whatever else. And yeah. just and they were like, This is awful, like you need to stop. And he could not pull himself away. It's so sad. It's so sad. And so he lost a ton of money that night. They left. He was down to like he 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 really freaked out after New Year's Eve because he was down to maybe like his last five k in regular chips and cash. Like he only had the cranberry chips left, and like we said earlier, it's really hard to offload those. So he was like, "I still have a million dollars in stolen chips, but like, Be, okay, because I don't have remember, any fluid cash. One point five million. He just blew five hundred k basically, yeah. and still had like." About a million dollars and these cranberry chips. A hundred K in one night. It's wild. So he started thinking like, okay, I got to offload these cranberry chips. He thought maybe he could sell them. Like he started to have these like fever dreams where he's like, maybe I could just sell them to a professional poker player. Like 
He knew he had to sell them to someone that who, if they brought them into the casino, would not be suspicious. Mm-hmm. Like they would, it would be like, oh yeah, of course they would have these chips. They're like a high, super high roller. They're professional, blah blah. So he's like, okay, that's what I got to do. I got to find a professional poker player. He joined a poker player forum. He. It's like called two plus two or yeah, something. Yeah, two like- plus two.com. Yeah. And it's a poker like website and there's a forum. And he found people on there who were already talking about him. Like Yeah, there's a whole dedicated thread to his yeah. heist. Oh my and god. So he got like a ser- like a, if a serial killer went on to like a police chat or something, it's right. like everyone's talking about him and like what he might be up to. And he even who he said, could be. Well, and he even said before he joined this forum, like when he was in his like Post, he had just robbed the Bellagio in his post fucking, you know, boner mode of 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 boner you mode. know of like <laughs> shout out to Paula. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend whose uh, Instagram is boner mode. Um, uh, but he was like he was in this like this groove of where he he kept going back to the Bellagio and gambling and sitting down at these blackjack tables, poker tables, and everybody was talking about this heist that had just happened in this casino. And he was like, I could not stop myself from, from it was intoxicating. It was intoxicating. <laughs> and he just, he, cause everybody's talking about it and he's yeah. just sitting there. Like it was me the so whole time. So much attention. Like, of course, like, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Like everyone's talking about this you. man just must've been hard 24 seven thinking about <laughs> like <laughs> I don't well, think so. <laughs> probably not. I mean, I mean that's why he needed a poor hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he's hard ever. So I think he needed to alleviate this this boner he had, and oh, yeah. he couldn't. Yeah, because he was just constantly. He was in Vegas, and that's all anybody could talk about was oh this heist. God. So, and it was all him, and he wasn't getting caught. Oh my god! I don't know. Well, so he's on these forums. I want to say, uh, or maybe we'll save that for a little bit. Um, but I want to say what his like name on the forums was. Did oh. I copy that into here? Oh, I don't know. What oh, was his name? fuck. It's like his name on the forum was like Ocean Sprays 11. <gasps> oh, Ocean Spray. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ocean Sprays 11, like Ocean's 11 and also Ocean Spray because fucking cranberry. cranberry. And like where he was from was called, he called it Cranada. Oh my God. This fucking guy. Well, you know what? It's like, he thinks- dude, take. Take like one chill pill. Take like take it down one notch, bro. Okay, and get like some maybe get away with this self awareness. Yeah, calm down. Try to get away with this. Yeah, this man he went on this forum and he thought maybe like since he was like in the community and and was watching these people talk about the heist. Yeah, and they had this like very in the weeds knowledge of the the entire you know, high roller yeah. lifestyle. He was like, maybe I could sell these cranberry chips to somebody on here, on yeah. this forum. Which actually I think is kind pretty smart. smart. Pretty smart. Well, because he knew they had to go to a high Like, he was like, uh, I know these need to go to someone who, like, would be not suspicious. Yeah. A professional. Because he didn't want to come to grips with the fact that these cranberry chips were, like, pretty much useless and... <laughs> valueless at this point yeah because nobody was willing to like unless you were like a well-known poker player there was no one else on this planet who was in possession of these other than him or a 
fucking genius poker player who yeah. is well known. Um, so he's on this forum though, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, I, I, I'm gonna try to figure out how to get rid of these cranberry chips yeah. through this forum. Yeah. Like, this is the only way." Oh yeah. So one day he, one of the one of the people on the forum poses a hypothetical question. Uh, this guy, uh, Matthew Brooks, because people were like, people were like, um, guessing, I guess, or like people were like making fanfic of like what they thought the, the yeah. heist person could be doing. They're like, oh, I bet the robber is doing this with these chips or whatever. Or like, yeah. no, it would be smart if he got rid of them like this. So yeah. like people were like posting like yeah. their guesses of like how to get rid of them. And he is, and he's like gathering all this information. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's like Intel. Yeah. He's like, Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'll do that. I'll try that. So one day on this internet forum, a dude named Matthew Brooks, who is a recreational player in, in Virginia, re- poker player in Virginia, uh-huh. posted a hypothetical question. And his question was, quote, how many potentially worthless cranberries would you accept for a legit five, five K chip? Yeah. And so like posing it to the other players in the forum, how many potentially real cranberries, those are 25k yeah. each, would you be willing to accept for a real 5k chip? Yeah. Like that's the trade. Yeah. $5,000 for $25,000 basically. Or 100,000 like potentially yeah. more. Yeah, but yeah. like how many would you be willing to accept? Yeah. Yeah. So for a real 5k. So Carlio, our our robber guy, was like, I'm gonna jump on this guy's dick and I'm gonna try to sell him. Pick me. Hi, hi, yes, I'm Cranberries. Hi. <laughs> hi, my name's Cranberry Licious. <laughs> my name's <laughs> Motorcycle Robber Cranberry 2000. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, He's like, hi, 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 hi. Yes, 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 yes. Um, would you be willing? He literally, like, this is what he said in his mess. He, like, starts DMing this guy. And he's like, over the, the a couple days, he, like, butters him up. And then he's like, would you be willing to trade four flags? Flags mean $5,000 chips. So four, so 5,000. So 20K. So 20K for three crayons. That's 75K. That's 75K. Um. And if more were possible, how many could you handle? Big boy. Yeah. How many cranberries can you fit? How many can you handle? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and then this Brooks guy was like, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> and he was like, there's no way this guy is like the yeah, the, the four-hour hand job guy. The four-hour hand job guy. <laughs> uh, he's like, that'd be stupid. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, right. And right? so he starts like he's like in, he so he engages with him. Yeah, and fucking gets proof from Carleo that he's the guy that robbed the Bellagio. Dumb, dumb. He's like, here's a pic of some of the chips I stole, and let me. And then he like. Also told him all these incriminating details about the robbery. Oh my god! Like went into detail and like gave him all. This. So this guy Brooks has all these, all these details, all this information about the robbery, mm. and he's like, "Hey, oh, oh, wow, okay, I believe you. Cool, 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 cool." 
sounds good. Maybe I'll buy them from you. Bye. Bye. But then he ends up just like calling the cops. <laughs> oh my God. And that's not where it ends. No. It keeps going. So yeah. um, Brooks calls the cops and the cops are like, all right, well, we Who need is this guy. We yeah. need to investigate this. They find this guy in the. It's really funny. And well, they find his IP address. Well, yes. So this is what this is what happens. Yeah. Since this since he emailed this Brooks guy, yeah. they get his IP address and they see that it's like in Las Vegas, and it's at under and it's at the home of uh, Circuit Court Judge Carlio's father, who is a Circuit Court Judge. Something other named than Carlio. Yeah, because <laughs> he had a different name. Something Assad. And they're like, oh, this is a judge's house? Like, what the fuck is going on? Circuit court judge. And they're like, we can't just, like, waltz in here and arrest this guy whose yeah. father is potentially a judge. Yeah. So they're like, we need more We need more evidence. So they need to do a whole shebang operation on this guy. Yeah. So they go out and get some intel. And there's one guy who they interview who, in the article that we read in Rolling Stone, they described this guy as like a Joe Pesci from fucking, <laughs> from a Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Which if you... Not even the good one. It's no. like, it's not even Joe Pesci and like Goodfellas or no. whatever. It's like Joe Pesci like, and hey, Home Alone. Hey, how you doing? Hi, hi. <laughs> no, he's like super hyper in Lethal Weapon. They're like, it's like Joe Pesci from Home Alone. What's like Joe Pesci's worst movie? It's like Joe Pesci from... Drop Dead Fred or whatever. Yeah. No, he's not in that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, 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 where he's yeah, like, yeah. hi, hi, hi. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Hey, hey, hey. I'm hey. Joe Pesci. I'm hey. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this guy is super hyper and he like knows some gamblers out in the Vegas world at this time. He's like, yeah, there's this one guy. Yeah, there's this one guy. <laughs> in the, who has, who has been talking a bunch of shit about cranberry uh, chips mm-hmm. and his name is this blah 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 it's Carl Tony Carlio and they're like okay but we just need a little bit more information so they plan a sting operation and they basically like go into the casinos because he's still in and out of the Bellagio yeah. playing on the on the craps tables playing poker it's a fucking sting operation they play fields of gold on repeat for 24 hours <laughs> So that's at, a sting joke. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> no, that's song, But yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 I yeah. get. Um, so he's. It's this is. I want to say like end of January, towards okay. the end of January, okay. twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. We've we've gone past. It's like se- almost seven weeks. From when he oh robbed yeah. the Bellagio, okay, and he's like in and out of the casinos still. He's still got a f- couple hundred thousand, you know, not a hundred thousand, but a couple hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars here and here and there. And he's at one point he's sitting down at the poker table, and a a older gentleman like sidles up to him and starts talking to him and he's like, Hi, my name's Dr. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So this doctor seems like a legit guy. He like the dealer knows him. He's like super well connected, whatever. And he's like, Hey, uh by the way, I hear you have a lead on some of these cranberry chips. And Yikes. he's like, 
no, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, start yeah. playing coy. Of course, because he's like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. And if I tell, like, this seems sketchy. But also he's he had a on, bad feeling. But also he's on a lot of drugs, so he doesn't. True. Doesn't. And he does have a lot of cranberry chips he needs to offload. <laughs> and he's like, I, and he's like on his last few yeah. hundred dollars. So he, he was, he was doing okay that past week. So he had a few thousand dollars left. But he's like, I really need to get more money. Yeah. Um. So he's a little desperate, but he's cautious and cagey. So the doctor's like, it's fine. I will be in the sports book. Come meet me. I have a buyer for your chips that you may or may not have Mm. or have a connection to. Yikes. So he's... It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) Yeah. It is definitely a trap. But (laughs) this man is so fucked up and so desperate that he's willing to... He's not in a good place. He's not in a good place. And like when you're in Vegas, man, everything's so muddled and weird. I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. If we went down to the casino right now and someone was just, like, offering me, like, illegal things, I'd probably be like, well, that sounds bad, but I don't know. Why I don't not? Know. Why not? Yeah. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah. So does your rap sheet, I guess. I don't know. No. So this man meets this doctor in the sports book, and the doctor has his his friend, whose name is Dominic, come and meet and be like, here's the buyer. He'll, you know... Where's the where's the cranberries? And he's like, I don't know. I'll talk to my guy. And it's all a very, you know, back and forth, like, movie-like thing. Yeah. Well, he and Dominic end up having this, like, rapport together. And Dominic, like, earns his trust. They go out gambling. They go have steak dinners. It's, like, over the, over the next few days, weeks, whatever. Yeah. He, like, earns his trust. And they – he eventually starts to give him these cranberry chips. Yeah. Over the next few days. And they, like, do exchanges and bathrooms in different casinos and all throughout Vegas and weird places. And one night, after they have a huge steak dinner. <laughs> Just those bathroom exchanges. Well, I mean, they have to be where there's no cameras or anything. Oh, okay, okay. And it has to be, like, very, you know. Yeah. Bathroom. Covert. Okay. Covert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Private. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one night he, like is exchanging some uh, some chips, and he's like, I threw in, I threw in a few more for you because we're buddies or whatever, which is so sad. It's like he, like, really oh. built oh, the... Oh, Carleo did? Yeah, Carleo, yeah. like, built this, like, whole... He yeah, thinks yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, He yeah, thinks yeah. he's buddies with this guy. Well, and he thinks he's getting the upper hand because he's like, these are stolen, mm-hmm. but this guy's going to give me money, so... Yeah, and he's been, he's been yeah. getting money for them. It's yeah. not like he just like, is giving them to this guy. Right. But he's, he's get- like, oh, even a couple extra is worth it because, like, if this guy comes back... Yeah. I can't even use these, so this isn't even, like, money. You know, like, the 25K chips aren't even money to him because he can't turn them in. Well, he is getting money in return for them. Yeah, but they're not worth anything to him. He has to get rid of them to yeah, get money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, oh, this works. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there, it's physical fucking evidence yeah. of the crime. So oh. the whole time he, like, built up this rapport with this man, this man was an undercover cop. Woof. So the final time they, like, do an exchange in the Bellagio bathroom, only a few feet away from where he had committed his original crime. Oh, my God. In the poker room of robbing $1.5 million in chips. <sighs> the irony is thick. Oh, my God. Uh, 
Dominic, this guy, goes, oh, yeah, thank you. And, like, walks out of the bathroom, and then in comes six fucking cops. And he was acting real weird, too. Yeah, he was acting. He's like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, he was like, oh, okay, bye. I gotta go. I have diarrhea. They're like, well, we're in a bathroom. He's like, I gotta have it somewhere else. It's a special diarrhea. (laughs) I gotta go somewhere else. (laughs) So he leaves the bathroom. Six cops come in and arrest Carleo. He gets booked downtown and No, Carleo. Yeah. He's he they have all the evidence they need. He admits to everything. He is the motorcycle bandit or whatever the oh. fuck. And uh he gets booked in in jail downtown. And uh his father funnily enough, is running for office <laughs> at the time that he gets arrested. So The election was, like, not that far out. It was, like, a, it was like a month or two. It was, like, a month after. Yeah, so the week before he was sentenced, his dad was ousted from yeah, the bench. He lost. He lost his election. Um, so that was a fun outcome. Also, uh, Anthony Carleo went to and was in the same prison as O.J. Simpson for a while, which yeah. is a fun fact. Yeah, he was sentenced to seven years. Yeah. And he, I think... He's out. He's out now. If he went, I mean, in 20, like, even if he went in 2011, he's out. Yeah. Good but for he, him. But he, uh, yeah, he's he got caught big yeah. time. Yeah, he got... Pretty hard. Pretty hardcore, Scott. I mean, honestly, there's, like, so many cameras in these places. It's wild that he didn't get caught sooner. The fact that, like, he was able to go back to the Bellagio the next night and, but like... But he had no... He had no... He had nothing to, to, you know, identify him. I know, but that's wild. It's, like, because they don't even have... Like, they weren't even able to get a license plate off of his motorcycle. Because he didn't park anywhere near a camera. But you're, but you're like... He parked, he, like, drove up into the, like, driveway, you know what I mean? But it's, like... I don't know, Everything about it is wild. Also, like, that they weren't able to just, like, chase him down. I mean, they were able to chase him down. I think it happened in the Suncoast, or maybe it happened in the Bellagio, but anyway, he was, like, running out, and his security person was, like, getting ready to tackle him, and he waved his gun. Yeah, and they were, like, okay, Yeah, they were, like, never mind, which was the right thing to do, Yeah, let him go. Yeah. Let him go. It's just fucking bullshit. But the crazy thing about this whole thing was the Bellagio was fronting the money for this investigation. So so Dominic was, quote unquote, Dominic, that was not his real name. He was playing the part of this man and he was really working for, he he was a- playing with the Bellagio's money. Yeah, he was a Las Vegas police department officer. And he had worked for undercover for the FBI before trying to, like, bust up uh, East Coast crime families and bosses and stuff. And so he had experience with this kind of thing. But he, uh, he, he was, he, like, he and the Bellagio were working hand in hand. Oh, my God. Bellagio was like, here's money for all the poker playing, all the craps shit you guys want to play. And they, like fronted the money for any time that he would buy, quote unquote, buy a, yeah. a cranberry chip from Carleo. They were like, here's money for it. Dang. Yeah. And they they recovered everything. Well and they still they still wanted to uh Well not everything. Well not everything. No. Yeah, they still he wanted spent a lot of it. No, he spent a lot of it, but and they still wanted to like pursue 
uh, like restitution for the money they lost, but I don't think that man was ever going to recover it. So I don't know. It's very, it's very wild that this, it's the real Ocean's Eleven. Is it? (laughs) No, because no one hid in the safe. No one had cool nicknames. No one had walkie talkies. No one wore a fucking. This is Ocean's One. This is Ocean's, Ocean's like, done. Ocean's done. <laughs> this man. This is Ocean's 13 because it was bad luck and it went real sideways. I mean, this is the only person that was involved in this heist and he didn't pull it off. He but he not. almost did. Also, he didn't know. Okay, he didn't know gymnastics. He didn't know hiding in the safe. He didn't know. He did not wear a bucket hat that I know of. He didn't. He, he, he didn't, didn't smoke a cigar. No. He did not dress like George Clooney. There was no suit involved. Just a motorcycle. Julia suit. Roberts wasn't there. Julia Roberts wasn't there. Honestly, he could have gotten away with it though if he would have just had Julia Roberts. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. What no. were you gonna say? <laughs> no, he could have gotten away with it if he would have just left a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what do you do with that? You can't. The thing is, he couldn't trade in those chips. He could have laundered that money. He could have hired somebody to be like, here, take How? these chips. Take these chips. They wouldn't have cashed them in because they would have been like, they had a record of everyone that should have not gotten the cr- those. Not even the cranberries. Like he could have just oh, like. Oh, not the cranberries. He yeah. could have just like cashed in I whatever know, he just had. wasted it by spending it by not winning at gambling. And and then like, I don't know. He could have yeah. figured. But those know. cranberries, those were tricky. Those were his downfall. And. He should have just gone back to the Suncoast Casino the next mm-hmm. night instead of the Bellagio and just taken cash again like he did the first night. So. I don't know. Don't steal anything from anyone. Yeah, don't steal. But if you're going to steal, steal cash. But also somebody just tried to <laughs> steal from the Bellagio like last year, I oh think. Oh, my God. And they got shot and killed. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Don't well, do it. They will fucking kill you. Yeah. This shit is serious. Also, it just blows my mind. Like, you're on... Okay, you know how, like, London is, like, so big brother? Oh, Las Vegas CCTV, is... CCTV, man. Yeah. Las Vegas is a thousand times worse. Why are people stupid? I don't know. It's upsetting. And well, you know what? On the one hand, I'm like, good for him. You got a million dollars in cranberry chips. And on the other hand, I'm like, what an idiot. He shouldn't have got the big chips. But it was fight or flight. He, he, this man caught the car. Yeah. And he didn't know what to do with it. And nope. he was like, whoopsie. Whoopsie. This is what happens when you think you can just make money without working. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Spoiler alert, you can't. No. There's always a price to pay. Oh, yeah. And it's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, same. Um. Thank you for listening. Oh this my is god! A mess of an episode. <laughs> we love it. We love it. We're so drunk. Oh my god! We're looking out onto the strip right now. There's so many lights. My nose is so stuffy from all the alcohol. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, when you drink too I get much? congested. Yeah. Oh, no. So that's how you know now. Cool, cool, and cool. And we're looking at Planet Hollywood. We're going to go see what's what happening. What's popping? I also might just go to bed. Also that. We don't know. We don't know. TBD. Maybe we'll eat another meal. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll eat another meal. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, follow us on social meds. Yep. DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. You know. DTFUPodcast.com. Yep. Um, yeah, you guys. 
Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Cheers.